All right. Well. <clears throat> yes, welcome to another episode of uh, Tragedy of Time. I am in a lot of suffering at the moment, which may be a good time to do a podcast, it may not, I may be heading to the hospital, I'm not sure. But sometimes, um, if I do a podcast episode, I feel that uh, I get some things out. Sometimes I have a little more peace and I'm able to sleep. I'm not sure, man. This is absolutely insane that this has been going on for like over eight years now. Feeling brutal for eight years. But like, oh man, so bad lately. Which to me, the way that things are feeling, it means two things. Like it to me, it means that my life has to be changing very drastically, very soon. Because I don't I see how it's possible whatsoever that my body can remain in this state. Um, so there's like the side of me that's like trying to have faith and believe that this is going to be okay and somehow some way through God or through the doctors or or a combination of things that they're going to find out why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling and I'm going to get fixed and and then I'm going to be able to build my life or or just I don't know like live my life to the potential that I may be able to have I that I may have uh, it's not been a good method uh, practice I don't know it, it just hasn't been um It's really easy to just tap out some days and be like, like, I'm not doing this. Like, I feel too gross. I'm in too much pain today. I'm sitting this one out. And that's what I do. And uh, I do next to nothing productive because I'm so angry that I'm so sick. And I'm resentful and I'm bitter about the choices that I made that brought me here. Uh, Knowing 
how many chances that I've had and just uh, I'll have more and continuing to waste them and uh, there's consequences to that like <laughs> oh and uh, there's consequences to wasting this life the time that we have like I don't know if it's always seen by us or not but I can imagine where my life would be if I made some different choices and uh, and that is uh, that's why You don't wait to do the right thing because eventually you run out of choices. Eventually you run out of chances. We we don't we don't get as many as we want or I don't even know how to word it. As eventually this life ends. And then like. I mean I don't know for sure. But based off my experiences. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> there is a, a God. That we're going to come face to face with. And. Um, there's not going to be any like way to make excuses at that point because God knows what we're capable of like, I know I'm capable of more but I'm angry so I'm not doing it I'm I'm not in a good place spiritually and that's not uh not where a person wants to be when you think you might be at the precipice of death <clears throat> it's not uh, not a good place to be in really it only takes some a few decisions of some sacrifices pushing myself a little harder and I think I could be in a much better place choosing to do the right thing instead of the easy thing every once in a while and uh I mean, if I did that, I probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't, I, I really don't believe I'd be in the situation that I'm in right now, hurt, hurting myself and every single person that I love. Um, I don't know, man. I don't want to, like, be fake and, like, 
Because, like, God is good. I know that. I know how good God is because I've been close to God. And and, and that's through Christ. Like, and I don't know. There's nothing that I've ever experienced that even comes close. Like, connection with your with with faith in Jesus and a fill and I think one thing that doesn't get um talked about enough or isn't addressed enough is like this like once you come to faith in Jesus is becoming baptized in the Holy Spirit like that is super important talks about being baptized by water um as well which you know is symbolic of the old you dying and the new you the new the new you being born um but man if you're not filled with the holy spirit i just i mean from my experiences i uh, just feel how can you do it how can you do the christian walk without the holy spirit that was the whole the whole reason that jesus died was to let let his spirit like that we have access to behind and I just I mean I have so many reasons none of them are right (laughs) and none of them are good reasons none of them are like okay that's that's none of them are none of them are right none of them make the way that I'm living right but I guess they're real things it's like just the way that I look at churches, I'm just like, man, I and, and it's not to criticize everyone in the church because um, there's some amazing people in the churches and there's some just imperfect people and people that just don't know. Um, but it just seems like, I don't know, there's so... So many, so many can be like, like me, how I am right now, <laughs> wishy-washy, um, not really seeming like they're fully invested in, in what God has to offer because we'd rather do things our way and try to incorporate God into our life when it's convenient that's what I do Um, most of the time once in a while I feel like I'm getting on a roll but I mean and that it hasn't always been like that at one point I was like on fire solid filled with God's spirit on the daily and life was better than it had ever been and it was after um, I had suffered my concussion. Like everyone, everyone that knows me that looks at my life, and I mean, it's obviously hasn't been in the best place for a long time. Um, drugs and alcohol are definitely a contributing factor, but everyone's like, oh, I think it happened. You know, things things kind of got tough for you after that concussion, hey? Like, and it's like, yeah. Um, well, for, for a little bit, and then, and then I found God like I really did like um there's nothing within me that can say that God isn't real after I've experienced what I've experienced and and there's also nothing um 
that I can say that evil isn't very real. Because um, let me tell you, it is. There's there's some forces. I don't know. Call them demons. I, I guess that's what I that what I call them according to the Christian faith. I don't know. Like uh, different people have different seem to have different names for them. Energies, vibes. Uh, whatever whatever you want to call it uh, spirits whatever ghosts i don't know but uh man there's a darkness out there that wants to destroy uh, humanity and i i don't think it's that far-fetched when you you can see it today like you can see it in like a serial rapist you know in, in their eyes you can see the evil man like you can see it and if you look back at history at many of the disgusting terrible things that have been done um to one another through wars or through just times of hardships when things get tough people become savage and um part of that i believe is human nature and has to do with us just not having a relationship with god maybe maybe the biggest part has to do with a human nature and um not having a foundation in god but there's definitely some forces out there that are uh influencing people and definitely they definitely work through drugs and substances and uh, but they don't just work. I mean, I think they're really prevalent when a person... I mean, you see it in an, in an addict who's like... Especially... A lot of the times, I mean, a lot of the addicts that I know, and, and I would even include myself, I guess, in the category, when when uh, are sober, people really like to be around them, and they're... Uh, I don't they're just they're love but uh charismatic and have a lot of good qualities to them but they let that substance in and it's not them anymore well then like if it's not them then what is it there's something something else man it's 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 a darkness that attaches itself to humans and it's a scary thing where you can see it like once the substance takes over a person's mind and, and and I believe like their soul I believe which is I, I believe their souls their mind um, will and emotions uh, it's not that person anymore you know and it's very instant transformation but definitely drugs and alcohol aren't the only way that a person gets there like just um i think the longer human humanity stays away from god i mean to put it really generally um the more susceptible they are to these these forces and the more they susceptible they are to falling back into human nature and just a savage way of thinking and in a very tribal way of thinking, which I think we're seeing unfold behind us with everything going on with this pandemic and this bull 
crap rhetoric going around that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated and uh you know like there's and that unvaccinated people are dangerous and um it really is very similar similar methods with a, a couple words shuffled around to what was going on in World War II, um, during in Germany during World War II, with the Jews and people will attack you and they'll get real vicious um, if you say that, and they'll tell you how disgusted they are and it's like, yeah, people hate the truth, man. And it's it's it talks about that in the Bible too. Is uh, people hate the truth and. Uh, that they will refuse it, reject it at all costs. It's it's funny because people, um, a lot of people that have escaped dictatorships, and um, I was just listening to a podcast today on how to, a 92-year-old Holocaust survivor from Auschwitz um, was talking about like um, how it happens incrementally. It doesn't happen instantly and how and a lot of these people are like can't you see what's happening in your country like and there's no pushback and they don't understand it and and people will call you a conspiracy theorist when it's people that have actually lived in those conditions that are the ones saying that the ones that have had freedoms and then had freedoms taken away, they're the ones saying, guys, we need we need this to stop. Like, you guys can't let this continue. And no, I shouldn't say nobody because there's, there's people that see it and there's people that are aware. And I'm not saying that there's not a pandemic. I'm not saying that there's not a... There's not a virus going on that's causing people to get sick but there's a lot more going on than a virus and this virus is real and it can hurt and kill but what's happening to with human psychology in the in the processes it's not it's not good man the having the COVID numbers up every single day, reiterating the exact amount of cases infected every day. That's propaganda and brainwashing, man. I'm not saying we shouldn't, like, know to some degree what's going on with it. But if you did that with any disease, people would be terrified of that disease. If you did that with cancer, people would be terrified of cancer. If you did that with, if they got that extreme with a flu, like, you could do it with any disease that kills people. The greatest liars take bits of the truth and then they, they use bits of the truth and they distort <clears throat> to push what they're pushing, like, to... To sell the lie that they're selling. And I can't say that I've been doing enough. Like. Because a person can feel hopeless. Like this is too big. And. Just kind of keep hoping that. Alright. After a certain period of time. If, if we do. 
what we're, we need to do, it's going to get better. And we're going to get back to normal. And we get little bits of normal, but we don't get true normal. So we can see now with this, the new variant, the Omicron or whatever. Or... It's just... I don't know, man. I don't know where this all goes and where this all leads. And, uh... I'm not... I mean, I'm... I'm 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 worried about where that goes for sure because there's uh pe- people on this earth that I care about that I don't want to have to go through absolutely terrible situations that the future might face upon face us with but um Lost my train of thought on where I was going with that. I don't know, man. To me, it just shows what happens when you put humans in charge. Like, I'm not fully... I'm not 100% sure if, like... If this is a planned thing or if it's... Or if it's like the government is truly feeling like they're doing the right thing with all of these restrictions um, and giving vaccinated vaccinated people rights that unvaccinated people don't have. Like I don't, I don't believe that they think they're doing the right thing, but maybe they think they're doing the right thing. But it's, I'll tell you, it's not. Especially when these vaccines have been proven to not stop transmission. And um, you can still carry and get sick. Um, you can still get the disease and spread the disease, which is when a new variant comes out, which is why you're going to need a new booster. And it's just this never-ending cycle. It's just, I don't know, it's absolute insanity, and I don't see how the rest of the world doesn't see it for what it is. I mean, I'm not even saying don't get vaccinated. If you feel like you should, you want to get vaccinated, I think you should have the right. But once your freedoms are being taken away, um, <laughs> yeah, that's not right for a product that could kill you that they have no liability for when you're a healthy individual that has the potential to fight this off and have a natural immunity which is far stronger than the vaccines like it's disgusting what's happening but i really didn't plan on going off on a political tangent i guess that's i don't know partially what i've been thinking about and maybe partially what's been stressing me out to some degree, but realistically, like as I don't know, like I I want to talk about God and the goodness of God, um, and I just. 
I know I'm not there because I'm not really effectively, I mean, from what I can see, I'm not really effectively putting, putting, um, how would I, how would I word it? It doesn't seem like I'm really truly changing any lives through God. And that's what God does is God changes lives and he does it through his people. I don't know. I can be really self-critical, so um, maybe maybe I'm having more of an impact than than I give myself credit for. But it's still not not near what I know God can do through us. And I mean, the reason for that is like I'm not sacrificing. Some of the things that I'm using as a distraction and some of the things that I'm using as pleasure. I mean, this is kind of the way that I can, and that's almost the worst part is like I know what I'm doing wrong and I'm doing it anyways. Like There's a Bible verse on that. I don't know the exact scripture um, and I don't know exactly how it goes, but like paraphrased somewhere in the New Testament it's basically like if you know the truth and you know kind of what's good for you yet you don't do it anyways you're far worse off, far worse off than somebody who doesn't know the truth and doesn't change because at least that person doesn't know I mean that person's still not good but if you know and you're not doing it then why like you're you're worse off and i i tend to often look at that from an eternal point of view like when you die that the people that knew but didn't fully change are going to be worse off for some in some way or another than people that didn't know the truth and were just led by the lie and um See, like I always, that's I. I'm always thinking of it from an, an eternal, but I don't think that it's necessarily. I mean, it could be for definitely from an eternal point of view, but it could also just be like in this earth, in this life, you're gonna suffer a lot more if you know the truth, and yet you choose to go against it because you know what is right, and you and and maybe you you've experienced what it's like to live with things doing things the right way so the suffering is that much worse when you know how good the good can be whereas people that never have experienced the good they don't know how good the good can be so their baseline of what is normal is maybe a lot lower like or like you know it's not they haven't experienced the same levels of peace love and joy that god has to offer so they don't understand what they're missing out on well whereas i feel that i have been very close to god and then chose to walk away on a number of occasions um, there was always something that came up but again none of those things make it right
it's like and especially during the evenings because evenings are always like around this time always seem to be the worst for me um the amount that I am suffering physically is brutal. But spiritually and emotionally, man, it's like I'm going over my head. In my head, I start saying out loud the names of people that I haven't been seeing and that I haven't been talking to. And like I'm like... my like my family members man like I think about them and I think about how if I was where I, I needed to be with God I could be really having a positive impact in maybe the last days of my life and the last days of maybe their life because we never know how long this life is going to last but instead I'm a selfish asshole who decides to isolate and pretend that the world isn't still going on around me I would rather just pretend like it's not until I get better, which I haven't gotten better. And there's no proof that I'm going to get better. Maybe I will. And I, when I say better, I mean physically. Um, I, and I, I don't need to get better physically to get better spiritually. So it's like I'm, I'm really, truly just, I mean, sometimes I'm angry with this world, but... I feel like I'm more more than anything angry with myself knowing that like I have the recipe for success yet I choose selfishness I choose ignorance I choose to keep my mouth shut when I feel like I should say something I choose to stay out of a situation rather than put myself into any sort of conflict because God forbid I have to face any conflict because of some stupid psychological trigger that it brings about my childhood that I still haven't fully dealt with. Like, I don't know, man, like... It's really, really pretty pathetic at this point. And, yeah, maybe it sounds like I'm being hard on myself, but, I mean, I'm just being honest. What do they, they say? The truth hurts. I'm at least self-aware, I guess. That's self-aware of the disaster that I've let my life become but the good news is that no matter how much of a disaster you let your life become at any single point in time God will accept you as you are now he's not going to leave you as you are it doesn't mean like you you accept God and you fellow you ask I mean Jesus to be your savior or you you ask God to fellowship with you and then you just continue to live your life the way you've been living it beforehand that's not what it means is he'll accept you with where you're at it means he'll meet you where you're at and he will 
help you and fellowship with you from there moving forward and progress into the person that you can become when you're fellowshipping with him. And it doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes along the way, but if you're really serious about a relationship with God, man, I, I'm telling you, you will, he will meet you. You will realize that God exists and that he always has. And, and there won't, like, for some people, I think they don't want to accept the idea of God when they've lived without the idea of God with so long. Because that's like, man, that means most of my life I've been like a, I've lived outside of the truth. And that's almost too hard of a concept to grasp. But man, like I'm telling you, once you're in, when when you're, when you're sacrificing the things that are keeping you away from what is right and what is good and what is God, like and you you start to sacrifice those things, you're not going to feel guilt. You're going to feel peace, and you're just going to want more of it. And you're going to be like, why didn't I do this earlier? And you're going to have a new excitement for life that you never had before and that you never thought you could even... You, you can't even imagine really what it's like. Um, it's so good. It's so good. I know that. And man, I really, I really believe that God wants to fellowship with us and and see things done that were done in um, the Book of Acts and throughout the Bible, the the physical healings, the deliver deliverance of demons. It sounds like bizarre out there stuff. I I get it, but I also know people and I. I've been a part of enough Christian circles that um, I know that this stuff happens. And and people will say, no, that never happened. I've told healing stories before. Um, And people, like, uh, online especially, I mean... um, I, I I not that I've told stories online that often, but the other day uh, there was a situation that came up, and it was some someone that cynically posted God would never, or something about how he, prayer has never done anything good for humanity like science has, and I I hate this stupid narrative that you pick science and um and spirituality and God against each other because I. They work together. I mean, everything. In in my like, for, in my opinion, I can understand what people are saying when. Oh, there's supernatural things you can't explain through science, and people um, take them at blind faith rather than um, finding out some scientific formula behind it. But you, I think, eventually, maybe there will be a way to see how things are working but it's still god working through us like whether there's actual like biological things going on like transferring of energy during a healing or not like i don't know if that's a unit of measurement that 
you would be able to measure but it might be able to because i know they've done a study on tongues which is like speak speaking in god's language and it showed that the frontal lobe in these christians because they put them under a i don't know if it was an mri but basically it uh a machine that watches the brain and the frontal lobe was less active um showing that they weren't just jumbling nonsense like their cuz their frontal lobe is where the speech um i mean a- unless i'm totally butchering this but from my understanding it was a long time ago that i read this and i mean i just i'm taking psycho- psychology and i should know if I, I believe it's the frontal lobe that speech is affected by but anyways, the part of the brain that affects speech um, was they could see that it was not activated to the same degree. Um, and the debate becomes, well, is that God or is that some way of humans unintentionally shutting down their a part of their brain to some degree? Um I guess that's where the faith part comes in. But man, it's just like... I don't know, I can't think of... Like, the amount of... I just think of the amount of hours I've wasted... Trying to have fun... Quote-unquote fun... I mean, lately, I guess that's been a distraction through video games and social media and television and cell phones and podcasts even and music. Like, all can be good things, but when that's what your whole life is formulated around, that's not healthy. Um, It's just like, I just... I want to be distracted from the pain of this world and the pain of my life and the consequences of my actions. But there's no escaping it. There's no escaping your life. I mean, we can try. We find, I mean, I mean, for, for the longest time, it was alcohol and drugs for me, right? Like um, trying to escape through a bottle, trying to escape through a drug, like. And the most, I think the thing that I've been trying to escape from the most is the fact that I know that I'm not not right with God. And you know what the, the answer to that I know is to draw closer to God. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure I'm not the only person that, the only Christian in the world that's uh, strayed away from God and tried to fill that God-shaped hole with other things, knowing that God's the only thing that can fill it. I'm, I I would doubt that I'm the only Christian. I, I don't think I'm that special. <laughs> um but it's like why why do we do that like why 
and I'm I'm really I'm like I'm really self-critical first of all, but I'm just like really critical in general. I'm like kind to people and loving towards people, and I feel like understanding and compassionate in in a lot of ways. But then in a lot of ways, I'm like, especially of the church, I feel like this like, how come we're not seeing people's lives radically change more often? And I believe it's because people aren't living with the full spirit of God. I'm not saying people aren't saved. I'm not saying people aren't Christians. I'm not saying people might not have some peace from God. But like, I'm saying like like they're not living within the full manifestation that God could have through them. And so we're not seeing the same impact that we could be having on this earth. And realistically... At least if you're a Christian or if you believe in a higher power. Maybe you're not a Christian. Maybe you believe in some form of some higher power. But if your higher power believes in love and, um, you know, helping other people who are hurting, then we should be doing the most that we can to be helping other people that are hurting and and loving and, and showing the most love that we can to other people. And if... If we're not doing that, we're missing the mark, and that's that that starts to become a little bit um, of almost religious based thinking. It it can it teeters on the on the edge, like because it's not about how many how much works we do or the amount of works we've done, like it's but it's just about that we're willing to do works with god you know like it's the whole concept that faith without works is dead it's a it's a biblical term it's something that is said in the rooms of alcoholics anonymous and 12-step programs um and it, and it goes both ways a faith without works is dead and works without faith is dead it's all about finding that balance um And I know that I am not balanced. It's really hard to not look at your past and in in the ways that you know that you have messed up and just like they call it morbid reflection where you just reflect on the past and just uh, like in disgust almost like what have I done fair question uh, for some people to ask themselves and myself very much included in that category but uh, maybe it may it may just become come down to the fact that like we live in a world with a lot of evil and a lot of temptations and it's easy to get caught up in the evil uh, and once you do it can take you for a wild destructive life and it can be hard to get out of especially on our own will and I think a lot of us I myself included I'm a stubborn person and I want to do much things myself so like I'll do it on my own will and that never works out um, and that's talked about in twelve step programs too. It's like you're you're believe you 
it, it's part of recovery that you believe in a power greater of yourself that can restore you to sanity. It doesn't have to be Jesus, but um, it's something, um, you know, some people call it God. Some people use the rooms of whatever 12-step program that they're in, but... It's believing that you can get better, you know, um, through something else greater than yourself. And and I think especially in today's age, um, with all of the information that we have access to in self-help books and... Um, and I'm not saying that those things are necessarily bad, but I think if God's not first, that those things are never going to be able to do for you what God is able to do for you. Not even close. They might help. They might even help change your life. Heck, they might give you... You, you might find some kind of program or some kind of... Um, some kind of program or some kind of way of living that completely radically changes your life on this side of eternity and it makes it so much better and that's amazing that's so much better than the um, alternative of staying in the same place of despair destruction pain or just complacency that you may be in but it's not it's not going to give you what God can give you. I can promise you that. How can I make such a bold proclamation? Well, I guess I can't how 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 do how do I word this? I don't know, man. I'm just saying from my experience there's no nothing that compares to God's spirit once you fully surrender to God and are willing to work with him and man it's so good it's so good life's so good but it does mean potentially sacrificing everything that you think is you Everything that you find comfort in. I'm not saying that necessarily everything, but you need to be willing to to come to a point where you're where you are ready to sacrifice everything. And if you feel that that is something that you're being called to, to do it, and that takes a lot of guts, and uh, it's not a. It's not an easy it's not as easy as it it can't it's it's as complicated I guess as we make it um it's as dif- difficult as we make it, but change isn't easy but I just know how good it is to fellowship with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus and and that's what I'm going to preach until I'm no longer on this earth. And, and maybe, I mean, 
maybe there's I, I'm a pretty open minded person um, I don't believe that everything in other religions can all be negative I mean it just that just doesn't make full sense to me um, and and I don't know how it all works but I don't know I just know God is real and he wants he wants a relationship with us like a father does a child or a mother does a child like a parent does a child I guess but like you want your child to have a relationship with you because they love you not out of not out of some sense of duty right like I think that's how God feels about it like he He's there and he wants to have a relationship with you. But if you don't. He's not going to force it upon you. It's going to be a choice that you decide to make. And I, I, st- I definitely don't understand it all. I definitely don't understand it all. And I definitely don't have all the answers to all the pain and suffering going on in this world and it and, and it relationship with God does not make you void of suffering in fact it can could could be the opposite um you know the bible talks about it potentially um but potentially i think it says uh yeah i don't know the exact verse so i'm not going to state it but basically that i mean you're still going to face trials and tribulations regardless of what you believe in the way that you're living life is not an easy thing But I believe in the end, especially with God, that it's worth it. Time is short. This life is short. And it's almost like... What do you have to lose? And what do you have to gain? I guess, like... You could lose some of the temporary things of this life that you might gain some pleasure in. Yeah. If there's no God and there is nothing after and there's no purpose to this life, then like, I guess, yeah, you missed out on on life and to some degree, um... But, like, what does it matter anyways? Because we're never going to know. Whereas if there is a God and there's a purpose and we have a duty to live this life a certain way and we don't and this life ends when we come face to face with the creator of our soul and of the universe and right and wrong and at that point we realize we lived our whole life wrong like what is at stake 
man, I don't want to be there. And I kind of, I don't know for sure, but I think I might have kind of been there already. Whether it was a vivid dream or a near-death experience, I don't know. But it was when I was young, after drinking, doing a bunch of drugs, felt like my soul was ripped out of my body in a way that I can't even really fully explain. But uh was brought up to what I believe was God. Bright, yellow, shining light, power. I felt fear, knowing I had absolutely no control of what was about to happen to me, and knowing the way that I was living was wrong. And then I just felt like it wasn't my time, and back to my body, I was. Was it a dream, or was it like, was was it re- real? What does it mean to be real? Like, it was real to me. And that wasn't enough. I'm... It just, it doesn't make sense, but hopefully somehow through all of my ignorance and choosing the wrong thing when I know it's the wrong thing and the pain and suffering it caused me, maybe it can prevent others from going down the same path that I went down. And hopefully... I can find myself fully surrendered for the remainder of my life and do what I believe that I'm supposed to be doing here on this earth. And that's spreading God's love, peace, joy, and and change. Righteousness, truth, what is right. impacting the people that I have around me's lives in a positive manner instead of just having no impact whatsoever because I'm not there eh somewhat heavy And I don't know. I think that's all I'm going to share. And maybe say a prayer. I guess. And we'll see if I can sleep. God, I thank you for... Any person that might listen to this God and just anyone in my life in general. Lord, I ask that that your truth, God, and that your love may be revealed to those who are living without it. God, that the pain and anguish and suffering that some people may be going through would not be in vain, but would be used as a tool to bring them to truth, peace, and love that they have never known. God, that you would make 
the reality of who you are known to those who don't know you and that those who may maybe have known you at one point but have walked away or those who think that they have known you but have never really tapped into who you are through your spirit God that you would show them the fullness of your glory and your love and that each one of them God their true potential would be able to be manifested God I thank you that you are a God of love and peace and not judgment um though you may be a judge you're not a god who holds us against what we've done god all you ask is that we partner with you And God, I just ask that more of us would partner with you. Thank you for your love and I thank you for your truth. And I just thank you for this life. And that I'm still here. I thank you. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.